Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode two of the second series of Bard's Eye View. And this time we're looking back at Remember Nothing, which is quite a good description of my day-to-day life these days. (laughs) So if if you haven't yet hit the menopause, here's what you've got (laughs) to look forward to. Because you're very elderly. I'm very elderly. Very elderly. I'm as elderly as one of the one of the three whatnots in this thingies. Oh yes, what? yes, you're the crone. I'm the crone. Been Are you the maiden or the mother? Ah, uh, I'm neither. I'm the lesbian aunt. <laughs> <laughs> better, better. We'll get to them. If you don't know what we're talking about, we'll we'll get to them. Yeah. Um, all right. So this this is episode this is second episode of the second season and for a moment when it started I thought oh, they've gone big budget they're actually filming in the South Island because we get some sweeping views of the Southern Alps. Um and then I noticed that actually so far from having a budget boost um, <laughs> not only were none of none of the actual film none of the actual scenes with the actors in set against the Southern Alps but actually all those opening scenes are from the first like yeah. first or second episode, because they've all got Gabrielle and her um, yeah. dowdy dirndl when she's still a peasant villager. Yeah, so these opening scenes here are leftover, obviously leftover cuts and like um, just like extra bits that were put in, that were filmed at the time, and then they've voiced over them yeah. to explain the premise of the episode for about it's about a minute, I would say. So I think probably what has occurred is that they finished the episode, filmed the edit it, edited it, and it was very short and so they're like we need to add some some shit back in so they added in this oh just just put some exposition at the beginning just put some shitty exposition at the beginning yeah and it and they do have it's it's as though they've overlaid a a vocal sound effect and that Mm. sound effect is exposition mode because there's a particular tone of voice that says this was recorded after the event to explain (laughs) events yeah, pretty much. Um, the the events the events they explain are the fact that Zena's going um, back to her home place, so back to Amphipolis or back to a temple. Oh, is it Amphipolis? Rate. I don't think it was Amphipolis. Um, I thought it was just some random. No, temple. no. It, I, as I was saying that, it's it's going to the Temple of the Fates, I yeah. guess, to um, pay her respects as she always does at this time of year to her brother Lysias, uh, who who died in the attack by Cortes. All those winters ago mm-hmm. 11 specifically um, specifically 11 yeah oh yeah so that's apparently... right everything that came after that was 10 winters ago exactly so yes uh she this apparently is the beginning does of the 10 winters year. thing yeah yeah well no yeah. i think last week was the beginning of that with the 10 winters ago you gave up this boy or whatever you know anyway yeah so um yeah so apparently she does it every year we never see her do this again uh, Lysias is very, has been mentioned before, and he will be mentioned yeah. again, but and we've, very we've seen infrequently. His before. Yeah, he he's mentioned in the future, but mm. quite infrequently because this is the episode. This is this is this episode is it's a wonderful life, and Zena gets uh, yes. some closure and come to terms comes to terms with her role in Lysias's death, as we will see. Right. Yes. Because after she finishes lighting her candle, some generic fight, fight, fight starts to happen outside, and she goes out and fights, well, fights, can, fights. Can we just can we just say, as was the case when when she last went to see Lysias' tomb, 
she's having a, a special moment remembering and, and then Gabrielle blunders in <laughs> chatting over her chatting over her prayer to the face yeah she's like I know this is a very important special solitary moment for you but uh, hi I'm here don't forget I'm here well she had to come in and say I wish I could have met your brother because you know obviously that's a set up for what's happening in this episode um Indeedy. Yeah, so generic fight, fight, so, yeah, fight. As, as you say. With some randos. Yeah. Uh, and in the midst well, of at this one point, fight... at one point, someone recognises her. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Just some guy who's like, I know you, you're Zena. Yeah, that doesn't come to anything. Yeah, who cares? It's just some rando. Yeah. You know? It's like, <laughs> there's always some rando who recognises her. It's some rando extra who specialises in mixed um, martial arts. Yeah, very they, Hong they suddenly Kong go quite, um, martial arts movie yeah. set up. Maybe he was actually meant to be that warlord who sounded, whose name wasn't Confucius but sounded like Confucius because they mentioned he's in, oh, yeah, he's in it later and his mask was always on and it's the same basic uniform for his guys as for it these is, guys. You're so quite right. Maybe, you're quite maybe right. it's that warlord. But why he's attacking the, why he's attacking the, the Temple of the Fates is unknown. You know, I tell you why. I tell you why it is. It's because they only had a certain number of sets of armor, <laughs> and they used that. And then later, and then after the film, went, oh shit, we should shouldn't have used that armor twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. Who knows? Yeah, Rub- I mean, rhubarb him in. Rhubarb him in. <laughs> I know you. Um, and then in the midst of this fight, 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 Zena um, instinctively kills someone else who's running up to try and kill her. And he gets falls back to the ground, and lo and behold, it's some tow-headed, curly-haired youth who looks about twelve. Yeah, he, he does. You know, does look, <laughs> does look very young. Yeah, and um, she's all like, she's all like, "Oh no, what have I done? <gasps> he's just a boy. <laughs> he's just, he's a, just boy. a boy. He don't deserve that. He's just a boy." So she. Throws down the bloody sword and goes back into the temple and is all like... It's a very bloody sword, I have to say. Yeah. Very often when Xena kills someone, it's, it's clear that she stabbed them under the, you know, through the armpit because the, the yeah, sword comes yeah, away yeah, clean. Yeah. But this is like, this is covered with gobbets of liver. And, he's probably you know, just started his period, this guy. That's, he's, you know, it's about that late. About <laughs> You're that horrible. Age. You're so horrible. <laughs> anyway, so Xena just throws down her weapon, walks into the temple in distress and who should appear but the three fates? Yes, the three um, Kiwi fates. Three uh, Kiwi fates. The maiden. Can you do the a milf, Kiwi accent? And the crone. Can you do? Can you do a maiden, mother, <laughs> no, and crone gonna... in a Kiwi accent? No, I'm not going to do that. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that the maiden is the worst actress of the three, and she seems yes. to get the most lines because she reappears later again. Um, oh, no, no, I thought that, and then I thought maybe the mother was mm. even worse because she barely says anything. Well, so I, I think the to... old one was the best. I think the crone was the the, the best one, but the young one you was just can't like beat an old crone. I'm going to drone in a very monotone voice, um, and that was with elements of spookiness. I'm so spooky. I'm staring into space. Yeah. I might be deranged. Um. <laughs> So our the gist of this, <laughs> we're, we're going we're 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 distracting we're ourselves with detail. But the gist habits. of this is, I know, we're <laughs> regressing. Um, the fates they they say basically, do you know what? This always happens to our temple, but but few mortals intervene. So as a reward well, for Zena having saved, defended, 
the temple, she uh, they they basically give her a wish. It, it's kind of a bit of an Aladdin moment, isn't it? Mm, so they're you like, use yes, wish wisely. You you have earned through careful play one mulligan. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> what do you want? And um, that she <laughs> says she she wishes she wishes she'd never taken up the sword. Mm. And, and uh, sim salabim, so mote it be. Yeah, except there's a catch, Done. which is because obviously they're trying to teach her a fucking lesson, right? You know, because they're twats. And um, so there's a catch, which is <laughs> that um, if she if she spills blood in anger, so specifically, presumably if she spills blood in joy, it'll be fine. Like, but if she spills blood yes. in anger, <laughs> like you just have the 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 trick there is you you got to enjoy it, you know. Um, then it'll all go back to how it was. So that's how we get it back, right? Yeah. So all this this alternate universe we're about to enter, it's a conditional it's a conditional universe and it will pop into back into non existence, back into quantum non existence. Um as soon as she uh, Exactly kills someone. So we're waiting for that to happen. <laughs> so so this this promise made, Zena leaves the temple going, Yeah, whatever. Um but when she comes outside Gabrielle's nowhere to be seen. She turns around and the temple is nowhere to be seen. And her outfit um, is nowhere again to be seen. <laughs> wear no leathers. Um, but sadly, a, a, a floaty frock has appeared oh, it's in its nice. place. And it's her, nice and her hair's gone all floofy and She's got different feminine. makeup. And yeah. even her lesbian swagger's gone. Because yeah. she, she ends up skipping about in a girly... Fashion. All of her lesbian, all of her lesbianism is gone, as we'll see when we're introduced to, to a character later who I've just written down. His name is Compet. He doesn't have a name. His name is <laughs> it's Compet. Compet is his name. <laughs> anyway, he's the embodiment of compulsory heterosexuality. Yeah. So let's speed this recap up a little bit, right? Because we did say we were going to speed the recaps up, and we've now spent ten minutes and we've not reached the credits yet, which is your fault. Okay, there is. Alright, but there is one important thing that happens immediately before the credits and that is someone calls her name, she turns around and who should it be but her little brother Lysias, no longer dead. He's come back back to life much like another curly-haired, fair-haired person that we know of. This is a reference. <laughs> this is a reference to Holby City, by the way, who's recently unburied a gay. They disinterred a gay. Is that a trope? <laughs> Disinter your gays. They, her gay. body was her body was never found, and so they just brought her back Dallas style. Anyway, so well, spo- spoilers. It is a trope because it happens more than once on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Unburying gays. Yeah, there you go. That's true. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. Okay. So, right, here we go. She's, we get back in after the credits and we know we're back in Amphipolis now because we've got the cool Amphipolis work song that the women sing in the fields, yes. which I really love. Gladdy, my gladdy. That's the, the setting, yep. right? Um, And then yep. uh, there's a little callback to, another callback to the first episode where Lysias is like, is my face dirty? And that's a, that's a nice callback to when she was wiping off the face of his death mask. And saying you never could keep your face oh, clean. Oh. Um, you mentioned. I didn't pick that up. Well spotted. Oh, you didn't notice that because you laid the groundwork for this way back in our first uh, episode because you said this will they'll, this this will be referenced again in a future episode. You said, and you forgot about it. Oh, so. Forgotten that. I did forget about that. Yeah. All right. So we then so back to back, some back home. Some slaves. So that's good. 
<laughs> shouldn't you sl- shouldn't um, say yeah, slaves actually? Back, back should home, say enslaved back. peoples. You know, okay. um, yeah, that's that's the that's better way of saying it. Enslaved people, because if you call someone a slave, Alrighty. it implies that's their identity, but it isn't. The enslavement is something that happened to them. So, anyway, carry on. Well, I'm I'm glad we're not getting um, drawn into wasting time on the plot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just correcting my own and my own improper use of language. Look, we are definitely back in Amphipolis now, where where everything is super fun, lovely, um, except as you say, somewhere else, um, slaves are getting whipped and we pan back, and it's by a couple of ruffians we've met before. Yeah, a couple of and because Cena's never taken up the sword, because Cena's never taken up the sword in this um, episode. Uh, a couple of people get to live who otherwise wouldn't have done, and one of them is Mazentius, who will re- we were probably remember from a previous episode creepy rapist um, from season one and creepy rapist uh and the other one is soul patch guy yeah if you remember skeevy soul patch guy mr soul patch uh, from whose name is crocus who's in harlot's episode now remember last week i was yeah. like oh does this guy reappear again next week but alive talking about whoever the whoever the guy was then dagnan was it i can't remember his name the the guy that turned into a giant censor. Um, yes, he does. He does reappear, but not that character, just the actor. Because what I didn't realise last week is that the, it's the same actor as Soul Patch Man <laughs> played um, Giant Centaur Man. Okay. So there you go. So there he is again. They've joined up. So th- this is a bit of a setup for for um, partly for what we're going to see later, but but also the fact that. Again, because Xena hasn't taken up the sword, uh, Krikos captured captured the Amazons rather than being mm. defeated by them. Uh, so the Amazons have been enslaved, uh, and what we learn is that Mazentius and Krikos together are planning world domination, yep. basically. As you do, yeah. So this is like in A Wonderful Life when the guy's like, because you weren't there to notice the pharmacist's mistake, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spoilers exactly. for a very old Jimmy one of the other up, one of the other upshots one of the other upshots is that Cortes's uh, invasion was successful yeah those years those years ago um because she didn't take up the sword she and Lysias ran to the hill so yay Lysias got to live but mm-hmm. Cortes took everything um they lost the inn and uh, her mother Cy- uh, Cyrene I think yeah basically died of the sads or did she not get killed by the world? Anyway, she died anyway. She got killed by... No, she the... she she died of the sads. She died from losing everything. Finished her off. Yeah, okay. She died of the sads. Before we actually find that out, yeah. it's when Xena... is when Compet first appears. Xena's fondling some jewellery and then she's snuck up on by some prick who she throws against the wall and is like, I'll break your arm! And you're like, presumably that doesn't... doesn't <laughs> presumably that is bloodless, breaking arms. The things you, the loopholes you can yes. have, um, unless the and unless I, you break the bone enough that it go pierces the skin, you know I don't know. She she knows her business better. I, I than, think she knows she knows her limits. She knows her business. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, and who is it? It's her fucking boyfriend, and she looks so uncomfortable. Like this is just the most like <laughs> it's like all the things that can signal that this world is totally wrong. All these bad guys that are still alive. And slavery is legal. Oh yeah, and, and it, she's when, Zena's when she, got um, a man. <laughs> <laughs> when, 
when she um, puts him in a headlock, he says, oh, it's only me. We, we were expecting another suitor. He's like, suitor? Suits oh, you, sir. Fuck. And she's been putting him off. She's been <laughs> engaged to this prick for 10 fucking years, right? And she's been putting off marrying him this after whole excuse. time. Excuse after excuse after excuse. And he's like, what have we promised your dying mother? And I'm like, Cyrene, you fucking bitch. She's like, oh, it looks like my daughter might be a lesbian. How can I guilt her into having a compet life? I know, let's bring this prick over and say, please, Death it's my promise. dying wish that you marry this arsehole. <laughs> I think you're a homophobe, Cyrene. Well, but fuck me. <laughs> she 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 puts off this um, compet guy, get, gets rid of him, goes to see her mother, and basically her mother's in the tomb that previously yeah. that, that otherwise would hold Lycia. So it's the same set. I love this. She has, a, right. she has a little. Go on. No, I just love this fucking cozy chat she has with her mum, her dead mum. She's like, and basically she's like, "Mum, mm. I didn't mean for you to die." And I could bring you back, but I'm not going to because I'd like to have a different life. <laughs> you know? I don't mean for you to die, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> she says, no, it's she says, no, it's all cool because um this way Lysias is alive and, and Gabrielle never left her family. It's like as if Cyrene's gonna care because she has no idea really who. Gabrielle is. Yeah, and like as um, if Zena hasn't parsed um, this as well. Like Zena Gabrielle left her family after you saved her from slavers. Right? After you saved her yeah. from a bunch of guys who were gonna take them all and sell them into slavery. So I wonder what might have happened in this massively slavery obsessed world to her without you, you know. You're a slave? I'm a person and my name is Gabrielle. And because, as we know, she didn't take up the sword and save Gabrielle, who should pop up next but surly slave girl Gabrielle She's... spitting in Mezentius's drink. Oh, that happens later. And, the, first um, thing, the, the first time we see her is in the corner shop. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She plays uh, surly, uh, traumatised, hardened Gabrielle really well, doesn't she? She does, and we're going to see the exact same expression and sort of bearing mm-hmm. later on in this in this ep- in this um, series. I think yeah. there's a little foreshadow of another version that we're going to see. Another version of Gabrielle, yeah. Well, not Gabrielle, yeah. Janice, right? Yes, yes, yes. We'll we'll yeah, we'll, we'll come, come we'll her. come to that. We'll come to her. So yeah, that's anyway. So Compet comes in while she's trying to save Gabrielle from being beaten by a prick, and he just is such a slimy get. I just hate him. I I hate everything about him. I always did hated mm. him from the start. Hated him from years ago. <laughs> I was got, like, "What the fuck are you doing trying to instincts. kiss Zena, you prick?" And then he just doesn't. You know, he doesn't like. He doesn't. What's the word? Doesn't redeem himself. Throughout no, the episodes, really. he's one of these. Um, you know not that really. you know all that's required for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing, or in this case, wanker men mm. to do nothing. Because he just does. He's one of these people who just sees a lot of injustice. Is like, yes, isn't injustice terrible? Meanwhile, I'm just going to go along with it so for a quiet life. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's exactly that. Yes, injustice is terrible, um, but <laughs> you know. Yeah. So through throughout this episode, because of the whole, you mustn't draw a 
uh, draw blood in anger. There's quite a lot of inventive um, fight techniques. So yeah. uh, in this incident in the village shop, Zena pulls out, literally pulls out the rug from under someone's feet to t- tip them over and where she would otherwise just have stabbed them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good. totally. I mean, like, God, I mean, like, <laughs> she could have given him a nosebleed, you know. I think she's being very, very reckless. Um, She's playing fast and loose with the rules. Totally, and then the fates are obviously ke- keeping an eye on her, right? It's not just that they've taken, they've just been, like clicked their fingers and gone like, "Oh, well, we're back to the beginning." Because they're clearly still trying to teach her a lesson. Because the the well, the, the, they're also they're a little bit like, um, you know, Clarence? Satan tempting Jesus in the desert thing, aren't oh, they? I they, it they was pop cla- up every time she more... manages one of these. I thought they were Clarence. You know, oh, I guess. Yeah, more Clarence <laughs> there's, there's than Satan. There seems to be an element of every, every time she she pulls off a, a bloodless move, they they pop up and say, "Well, you never did it that time, but you know." Yeah. Well, <laughs> the uh, the the one that appears after she stops Gabrielle from being beaten is um, mm. the milf, as you said. Um, yeah, the middle one. And she's and she basically is just warning Zena. Like Zena says, "Oh, I'm going to get Gabriella out of out of captivity, and then she'll be fine," because obviously all mm. the trauma wouldn't have affected her psychologically. Um, Zena, of all people, knows that trauma is something that you just shrug off, and it's all yeah. you just shake it off. Um, it's like movie lava. As shake long as you off. don't actually step in it, it can't hurt you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the 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 milf fate is like people. This is a very different world, and people too. And you're like, oh, how different could Gabrielle be? And this is when we jump cut to Gabrielle, um, spitting in the rapist's mug, and getting a dog to lick his food and stuff. Oh, such a good dog. Yeah, That's a, a dog, nice that. doggo. It's a shame about all the guys. Yeah. So. I mean, it's I love the, that kind of. It's like an Irish. It's like an Irish wolfhound yeah, or something. Like yeah. Ancient Greek wolf. Greek wolfhound. Ancient gorgeous Greek dog. Wolfhound, yeah. Um, Greek wolfhound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess this is meant to. This this scene is meant to show us how Gabrielle has changed because the Gabrielle we know would not have spat in a rapist's mug. I guess. Um, no, she'd have talked him round and talked him round to to explain why rape was bad. Um, yeah, uh, this is a, a yet another of these um, explicit explicit sexual violence things that completely went over my head. Yeah, when I was younger yeah. watching this, because he calls her sweet thing and all that, and we've seen before how yeah, he treats several, women several times through that, the episode. Yeah, yeah, and we've seen before how he treats women, and he's she's supposedly his favorite, so it's obvious what has been going on and why she is particularly mm. traumatized. Uh, and yet, this yeah, did this not bit of occur to me at all. Ah, slapping and groping. <laughs> yeah, and, and this didn't occur to me in the least when I was young. And I'm sorry that I have become more uh, that I've become more um, inured to the ways of the world that it now does occur to me, and it's, it seems obvious. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's very, Sad. it's very obvious, isn't it? Um, she overhears them talking about the fact that again, they're planning to team up with a third warlord so they're joining forces to be like ultra baddie ultra yeah. team baddie and the third guy um, is the and same, a guy yeah, called Lysias the might give them some trouble a guy called Lysias is mm-hmm. trouble that's true um he is yeah. trouble man 
You got trouble right here in Amphipolis. Oh, that's the second music man. <laughs> that's the second music man reference in this po- in this whole podcast. That's too many. That's too too many. One one a, one a series. Sneaking a different one next time. <laughs> I only know that's the only song I know from the whole show. Look, we're we're back to our we're, we've gone back to yeah, our, back um, on our, bullshit, our yeah. terrible scene scene by scene ways. Let's let's, know, let's keep break away on. from that. But basically, what happens next is that Zena is uh, Zena wants to rescue Gabrielle. That's her next. That's her next plan. Yeah. She's going to rescue Gabrielle, so she sneaks into Byzantius' castle via a cart doing supplies, doing a supply run. And um, she's going to get Gabrielle out. She grabs Gabrielle, sticks a hand over her mouth, doesn't get bitten. I would bite her. I would bite if some random did that to me, you know? Um, and um, she's... And unsurprisingly, and this seems to, doesn't seem to have occurred to Zena. Zena's very intelligent, but apparently not this episode doesn't seem mm. to have occurred to Zena that Gabrielle doesn't know who she is, right? So yes, uh, she Zena's <laughs> so like, it's, all right, it's me, it's me, yeah, who the Randall from the marketplace who seemed to want to buy me, yeah. I feel yes. really, I feel really That's good around deal. you. Um, so yeah, she's like, I'm gonna get you out of here, Gabrielle, and Gabrielle's like, how the fuck do you know my name? Who are you? And she doesn't really explain. Yeah, so, so it's this clear. This isn't the the sweet innocent Gabrielle we know and love. No. She's kind of she's been abused. She's been whipped. We see scars. Yes, but she gets she gets talked round to kind of Zena's way of thinking. She yeah. smuggles Zena into the kitchen in a needlessly elaborate ruse, rather than just have her walk into the kitchen. She smuggles her in in a barrel. Um, Hobbit style. immediately gets discovered. Oh yeah, Sorry? Hobbit style, you know, in the barrel, hidden in barrels. Oh okay. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Have you not read shit. the Hobbit? Mm. No. Okay. Never mind. No. There's a reference you don't get then. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's mead. She was going to put the mead so by mean. the fire, and he's like, "I take my mead cold." You're like, who takes their mead cold? Who drinks cold mead? Ridiculous. Oh my god, you're so middle class. <laughs> oh, honestly, who drinks cold mead? Oh my god. Middle class. No one's ever called me that before. I keep mine in. I keep mine in the wine cooler at a carefully regulated temperature. Of yeah. Uh, goodness sake. But uh, the way Zena does this is she appeals to Gabrielle's bravery, which is a character trait that is that is persists through all different versions because mm, that's the true. first thing that we ever true. know about Gabrielle, which is is that she's brave. It's her very. It's she's her spunky. very first thing. Her first established yeah. trait is her bravery, and that's how she true. gets. True, that's true, how she true. gets all right. So they get out, fly up through a chimney and into a conveniently placed hay cart. Yeah, we have we have another bloodless fight, fight, fight scene. So yeah. quite a nice ensemble fight scene. Um, <laughs> and Zena says, with, which as you say, yeah, it's it ends with them doing a sort of seesaw catapult. Yeah, up, up the chimney, up the chimney, and <laughs> move, which is quite nice. And Zena makes a hilarious quip of the action movie one liner: "I hate long flights." She says. Which is hilarious and ironic, given that Lucy Lullis lives in the middle of fucking nowhere, and if she wants to go anywhere, she has to have a really long <laughs> flight. Where would she go in her career? Maybe to LA. Let's see. That's about eight hours. It's about eight hours from Auckland on a plane, isn't it? You know. So, yes, you're going to have long flights from wherever. In fact, if you look at certain maps yeah. of the world, including ones used by the New Zealand government, you'll see that New Zealand doesn't even appear on it. 
So oh no, often often missed off. Yeah, all those big super, super villain like Bond villain maps. Yeah, on cavern walls. New Zealand's never there. Yeah, even seriously though, even yeah. maps used by the government, the New Zealand government, they just leave New Zealand off. <laughs> we know where we are. <laughs> yeah, we. Well, listen to you. You're still maintaining some sort of association with the country you lived no, in for no. six months, decades ago. so right she gets her out and then oh it's just the chemistry between her and any version of gabrielle is so good um and it's like the contrast between between compet man and this you know it's like yeah it's very sweet oh it's just so good you know like she's like my mother was about your size here have you have some clothes and she's like right okay we're going to bond now girly bonding i'm sure yeah, it's it's funny isn't it because we've got we've got this um softer girlier version of xena so rather uh, than yeah, bonding yeah. over his stick fight with it it's here are some clothes to make you look pretty um, yeah we've got it's almost like this swapped round isn't it the girlier xena and the hard yeah. the harder more masculine gabrielle but of course gabrielle's uh, going yeah. to become you know she has to become slightly feminized to show that she's going back to her real self after being rescued yes. you know <laughs> Um, but yeah, but um, Zena's like, when I look at you, I see, and she describes all the things that our Gabrielle is, and then uh, this Gabrielle, mm. she's like, that's not me, and we're like, ooh, dun dun dun, dun dun dun. Yeah, she's good. She's good. Inevitably, good. inevitably, Lysias has the hots for for Gabrielle. Yeah, I think if this um, had happened, which is which is weird now that now that she's in his mother's dress. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh man. I think if, I think if this episode had happened even halfway halfway through season two, even yeah. that even that little ahead, I don't think they would have had this Gabrielle and Lysias uh staring into each other's yeah. eyes as if that could have something could have come of that in the right circumstances, you know. Um, no, it's it's, it's an un, it's a non-starter. Yeah, I mean he's um, dead. So, however, this this tender moment is disrupted by um, soldiers bursting in because fucking Compet has basically shopped Gabrielle to the feds. It's unbelievable, this guy! What a dick! I know. It's like yeah, but it, but it is illegal though. That is yes. actually illegal. That is actually that's actually illegal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, God, so wow, okay. Yeah, I've just thought like, of yeah, a million just, different, to keep a, different to keep. comparisons we could make for Compet, but, you know, they're all too heavy for this comedy episode. Okay, um, tell me just after. A, yeah, okay, he's just <laughs> a fucking knobhead. He's just a fucking prick. Yeah. He's like, do you remember years and years and years and years and years ago, that guy in London, the Brazilian guy that the police shot for no fucking reason? Sean Charles, Charles de Menezes. And then you had loads of people saying he shouldn't have run away from the police. As it, yes. And like, you know, because obviously that made it his fault. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can be expected to be shot by the police for running if you look a bit swarthy yeah. in this country. Uh, um, we don't even, our police don't even carry well, glad guns. You glad you didn't go into the heavy examples. Yes. That's actually the least heavy example I can think of. There are far more recent and more heavy <laughs> examples. I think, I think. But like... He's like one of those guys. He's he would have said that. If you got nothing to hide, you got nothing to fear. Fuck off, cop uh. it. 
that is him. That is that is him all over. Yeah. Anyway, Lysias tries to stand up um, for it, but um, Zeno obviously knows she can't pick up a sword and fight because then everything will go all pear shaped. Yeah, or she can't let go of Lysias. Whatever, whatever she just can't is. let go of Lysias yet, even though he keeps signalling to her what yeah. the right thing to do is, and there are some things that are worth dying for. But she needs to have that explicitly pointed out to her later before she really gets it. And anyway, there's still 12 minutes to go in the episode. Um, <laughs> so they yeah, all get Com- captured and stuck into cages. Yeah, in- including Compet, mm. who despite no, sort of he's expecting not with a reward them. for... He doesn't get put in the cages no, with they... them? No? He seems no, but to he, have been he does get... Okay. No, because the next right. thing we hit see right. is he sneaking into the castle to try and save them because he's felt better of his fucking True. villainy, scum and villainy. True. Um, but no, they're in three separate cages up on a, up in the ceiling for some reason. Um, yeah, like um, gibbet cages. Yeah, yeah. And Lysias is really pissed off with Zena because she's doing nothing about injustice. Meanwhile, yeah. Gabrielle, this is so sad. This part is like. A knife to my heart. Gabrielle's crying. Oh. Yeah, she she's had a taste of freedom. Mm. She and had she it says she I don't know whether to to thank away. you or to hate you because I I had this taste of freedom and this idea of this feeling of hope and now that's all gone again. It's the hope that kills you. Um. It's like watching a Scotland match. <laughs> <laughs> or Eng- England penalties. Either way. <laughs> I mean, watching England penalties. That uh, I'm hoping for a different thing than you are. So well, no, actually, I, I don't. I don't have any hope when it goes. Come to think of it, so that's so that's so uh, sad. So but the, gets Renny O'Connor is really good in this scene, don't you think? I think this is a yes, very. A, this is it's a good episode for her. Actually, from her, a in bit this more, scene. good bit of range. Yeah, good bit of range yeah. in this episode for her. Um, so so they're they're all there's a bit of infighting and a bit of oh this has all yeah. gone a bit this has all gone a bit wrong hasn't it but then um helmet head comes in helmet head rescues them yeah. who should it be but compet compet man Compet-head. matthias oh realizing you, you he made a big mistake name. last night yeah <laughs> and he makes a hilarious he... crack about you're not going to use this as an excuse to postpone the wedding again are you as if she's marrying uh, you after that, you fucking arsehole. Yeah, how we laugh. I think you'll find <laughs> that that is uh, blocked, you know? <laughs> that's a, that's She's going to block you on all your social media and you'll be on Reddit in cell forums crying about your fiancé that left you without even fucking you once. Yeah, um, you're getting ghosted. <laughs> literally. <laughs> the ghost of compet past. Fucking hell. So... They're freed from freed from the um, gibbet cages, which which lets them go to the Triple Alliance Warlord banquet with all their lovely skull based candles and yeah. And so Lysias on. goes off to do it by himself, single handedly, like a dick, <laughs> like a dick. So obviously the rest of them have to follow him. Yeah, so I like Lysias though. I do. I, li- I like him. He's cool. I'm down with Lysias. You like who? I like Lysias. Yeah, I, I think he's all right. He's better than I remember, and I I think I thought he was going to be worse because there was a quote from Lucy Lawless saying it was a lovely guy, but bless him, he wasn't cut out for acting. Something <laughs> those lines. So I remembered oh, him as being wow, Lucy, really not very really good. Man. But he was he was quite sweet. I thought he was quite sweet. Um, 
so we we get into the epic fight scene with all the warriors and and warlords um Zena's still trying to keep her hands clean so there's lots of tripping biffing bopping flipping yeah. kicking, kicking and punching clipping. and like I've seen the Olympics, yeah. right? And even with gloves on, punching leads to blood quite a lot. Right? When you see watch the boxing in the Olympics, there's all those cuts and stuff, even though they're wearing gloves. So, like, yeah. uh, I really don't yeah. believe that you kicking this guy in the face would not lead to any blood being spilled. But I, obviously they're she using this metaphor. very fine, very, very fine motor skills, has <sighs> Many skills. Just enough. Just yeah. enough force. So Many they're motor having... Skills. A fight, fight, fight. Zena is continually refusing to pick up a sword and Lysias comes up with this line, don't fight destiny. You're like, okay, Lysias, we get it. We get it. We understand the point <laughs> of the episode. And then... Um, and Zena's still like, oh, but I don't want to. But I don't want to kill you again. But, 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 but. Then Gabrielle finds but what's sword. Worse than what's worse than Lysias being killed? Gabrielle being put into a position where she has to kill. Yeah. Not even that she Because that's what happens. Not even that just that she has to. I think it's that she enjoys it so much. I think that's what mm. I think that's what convinces Zena she needs to undo this. That the person that she knows, the best person she knows, uh, is becoming has in this other world is someone who can kill a guy and sort of grin about it. Like and that she does this really sleazy leer over the blood, you know, because like, she's just stuck her rapist. That's to, fine. I'm fine with you killing him, Gabrielle. I know, I was going to say, to be to be fair, it is Mesentius that she's killed Absolutely. With, with a nice little line, here's your sweet thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with it, Gabrielle. Yep. Go you. I am in favour. I'm in favour of you killing him. But Zena's like, no, this is not the person like, that I know. Instant, instant. She decides she'd, she'd rather Gabrielle no. stay innocent than Lysias yes. stay alive. But this is important so because she... this is a sort of important plot thread, this idea of Gabrielle's innocence, that Xena will do anything to preserve. This Blood has been... innocence. Yeah. Yes. And this has been going on. This has been going on since, like, episode three of season one, and it continues. Yeah. It continues on. Yeah. That Xena will do anything to stop Gabrielle from becoming anything like her. So that's... Yes. So with that realisation, Xena has a sword, she drives her sword into some extra's gut just because yep. he's there and she needs to spill some blood. Um, and just like that, suddenly they're back outside the temple. Yeah, three, All two, one, gone. you're back in the room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, she's back an instant before she left because she's still fighting the boy mm. that was just a boy. Yeah. Um, and instead of skewering him, she disarms him Tells him to turn away from violence, and he yeah, well, oh, yeah. Don't she's kill like, me, lady. you got a second chance. Swear you won't waste it by killing. He's like, I swear. It's like just reminded me of like a like telling off some little kid, uh, for some. You know, and he's like, <laughs> I won't do it again. I'm not doing. So you better not do this again. And then they do it again the next day, or like ten minutes yeah. later they do it again. You know, I don't even make kids our, say sorry to episodes. me for things. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's our episode. So that that's the it's a wonderful life. Yeah, um, surely so, things would be better if if Zena wasn't violent. Actually, no. Turns out well, it's much better. The world is a better place if Zena continues to kick ass. Yeah, yeah, and um, yes. Interestingly, the the consequence of Zena never having like roamed around the countryside murdering people for a decade is that slavery is legal. So this obviously implies. 
Yeah. That Xena ended slavery while she was evil. Right? Well, she she took out she took out the, the main players. Mm, I guess so. I guess so. Well well done, Xena, anyway. There was some, some a cloud, a silver a silver lining around that cloud. Not all bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say bad. what you will about Xena about evil Xena, but she made the trains run on time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, exactly. <laughs> so and our our little um, disclaimer in the credits oh, I, plays I, into all of this. As, I stopped before I got there. What does it say? Xena's uh, Z- memory was not damaged or... Mm. What was I saying? <laughs> That's a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is actually interesting. Um, it is actually interesting because it's a sort of a false premise that they put her in. The, the fates, isn't it? They put her into a, a quantum, you know, alternate universe, but it wasn't yeah. the Xena that should have existed in that universe. It was, you know. So. Yeah, she she was still shaped by yes. things that had happened to her. She was still. Her she still had evilness. the. She still had the rock under the surface of her lake. Yes. <laughs> Good callback. Yeah. Good callback. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um. So that's uh, yeah, that's interesting because what would it have been like if, um, you know, it would have been interesting to know what would have happened. Someone write a fanfic of that, guys. What would have happened if it had been a different Xena? I'm, I'm <laughs> if sure it had been the Xena that never fought. Fanfics out there that yeah. yeah. Oh, there are definitely fanfics sure that bunch jump off this episode. I've definitely read a fanfic. I couldn't possibly find it again at this late stage. This yeah. like this far removed, but I have definitely read a fanfic where Xena and this version of Gabrielle hook up. So yes, and the dynamics yeah quite different yeah yeah it would, I imagine it, yeah it was, but I think it was just a, yeah. I think it was just they fucked to be honest, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's all it was, but, but, but it is interesting, and I think I've definitely read fa- fanfics where, at the e- you know where the beginning of their intimate relationship happens immediately following this episode after Xena finally comes to terms with her past, sort of thing. It was the th- oh, like it was okay. the thing that was holding her back was this idea that she oh. corrupts everyone and destroys everything that she loves. But oh, then she comes to realise through the course of this episode mm. that actually things happen for a reason or some some bollocks. Yeah. So what do you remember of this from watching it first time round? I remember hating um, Comp Het. Yes. A lot. Um, and I remember thinking that Gabrielle was a fucking badass and being happy that she killed the guy. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah same. <laughs> uh, I do remember my little shipper heart being quite happy by this. This episode was, you know, this... It, this this is an episode for that is a good episode for a shipper, you know, because you've got mm. the the Zena's love for Gabrielle is so strong that she would give up her brother that she'd previously, you know, the brother that had yeah. previously been established to be like the main sort of driving force of her life, and yes. she would give him up in order to spare Gabrielle yeah. pain. That's that was good. Yeah. That's some good shit. That's some chef's kiss, you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, I the biggest impact for me again was seeing that different take on Gabrielle and that that just different um aspect of her that Renee O'Connor got to play and that that surliness mm. 
had just left a really big impression on me for some reason. And then again, realising later that the same some of those same elements were brought out yeah. later on this series. When we get to the, the clip show for this series, we're going to see that some it's of that same, character again. It's the same sort of swag, isn't it? And the, the curled lip yeah. and the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. I like yeah. that. I, I like I like alternate universe Gabrielle. I like real Gabrielle as well. Gabrielle is obviously my favourite. I don't know yeah. if anyone's spotted this so far that Gabrielle's my favourite. <laughs> oh, it's so hard to choose. I know. I mean, I like them both. <laughs> if I could only have one. Yeah. Of Gabrielle. <laughs> Which is ironic because I've got oh, a I cat guess. called Xena, but not one called Gabrielle. Um, that is ironic. I would... I would have a cat called Gabrielle. I would get another cat called Gabrielle to be friends with Zena, except that Zena is such a fucking ornery bitch and she doesn't want to be friends she's, with she's any of the cats. So no, it would really it would upset me if I got a cat called Gabrielle that she didn't like. <laughs> That'd be heartbreaking. Yeah, it would be. It would ruin everything. It would be like it would be like the yeah. season three cliffhanger all over again. Um <laughs> <laughs> Can't face that shit, man. Can't face it. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We might get to that. We will get to that. What Let's the see. fuck? Yeah, we'll get to that. We will. You're not allowed to give up. <laughs> so, do you, do you have any do you have any different thoughts on it watching it now? Oh, that's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask you. Um, yeah, I guess that. I guess that the thing that did escape me, as I said before, the thing that escaped me in in when I watched it when I was a teenager was obviously the obvious obvious sexual violence element um yeah and i was i was just about to say i think the show kind of tones down on this in 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 the future and stops doing that so much but i that might be that might be bollocks because my memory is that it doesn't do this much yeah but i didn't remember them doing it all the time in season one either yeah and they did it so (laughs) it was constant um so we'll see but in my memory that there isn't that much of this nonsense in the future. Mm. Um, but I, I think I think for me, one of the things that stands out with this episode now, rather than watching it first time round, is, as you said a couple of times, how important this idea of Gabrielle's blood innocence, mm. which is a horrible, stupid phrase, <laughs> but how important that is to, to the arc that's coming over the next couple of series. Yeah. So this is, this is another bit of, no, okay, we're going to make a big thing out of this. Mm-hmm. So we can do something with it later. Yeah. So, as I said at the end of the last series around the Callisto stuff, they're starting to think in arcs at this yeah. point rather than Monster of the Week or Warlord of the Week. Yeah. Now you're thinking of portals. <laughs> this is a reference to something that you won't get. No, I laugh to. to you laugh to cover the fact that I don't have no clue. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. No idea what you're talking about. Is it a Hobbit thing? No, it's a thing from a game <laughs> called Portal. Right, so uh, did okay. you enjoy the episode? I did. Good. What is your, what is your rating it. today, friend? Eight. Cool. That's eight. That's eight. Yes, I will also give it an eight. The points are being okay. knocked off for the existence of Comp Hat Man, yeah. who annoyed the shit out of me. And also for <laughs> the um, really bad acting of um, especially Fates. the youngest Fate. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of you 
whoever you are, <laughs> random Kiwi actress from 30 years ago. Um, Where is she now? You didn't enunciate very well. But yeah, it, no, it's good. Uh, I would watch it again. I would not skip it in subsequent watches. Uh, I think <laughs> I've definitely... Well, that's a... Yeah, there are some of these episodes that I definitely have only seen once. Um, but I, this is yeah. one that I've seen more than... That I have seen more than once over the years, so... I knew yes, it fairly definitely. well already. Um, yeah, the, the, the Gabrielle Mazentius scenes stuck very firmly in my mind. The spitting in the wine, the sweet thing, all of that. Yeah, edgy. Well, not edgy, but yeah, different, different Gabrielle stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made a made an impression. Yeah, she's yeah. good. Right. So next week, yeah. So we shall return for the giant killer. Um, this is ah yes, an episode that I tried to convince my mum to let me watch when I was banned from TV for a month <laughs> once. And I tried to convince her that the reason why I should be allowed to watch this episode in particular was just because it was it was religion. Because the giant in question <laughs> is Goliath, as in David and... Oh, uh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, that's something to look forward to. We'll talk about that next time. It didn't work. Because my mother, as she would tell you, did not come up the cloud in a banana boat. <laughs> she's, she's canny. <laughs> Her heat does not button up the back. Um, <laughs> it's another classic Glasgow expression. I, I can neither confirm nor deny. I've, I've yet to. Oh, you've never met her, of course. Person. Yeah. Right. So, there we go. An 8 out of 10 episode. So, that's is that two in a row? I think last week was 8 out of 10 as well. Good beginning to the season. Yeah, strong. Yep. Let's see if we can carry it on for episode 3. All right, then. So. Spoilers. I, I doubt it. Oh, there's a, there's at least <laughs> we'll one. Find out next week. There's at least one good bit that I remember vividly. So. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that next time. All right. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of a Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast. And subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon. And of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.